Welcome to the Workplace of the Future cast. I'm your host, Leo Plaza, and this is not your typical podcast. Make sure to hold on to something because we're going to travel deep into the future of workplaces. Enjoy! So, hey guys, Emilio here from Easy Clean. I'm the co-founder and head of partnerships, and I'm here with Leo, um, the co-founder as well, and the CFO at Easy Clean. Um, yeah, so Leo had this idea of doing a, uh, a little podcast to finish 2020 and to share with you guys um, all the lessons and what we have learned um, during this crazy year. So Leo, take over. So what's what's happening, mate? Uh, okay, <laughs> so what's happening is, so we're looking at that one, yes? Okay, so what's happening is, obviously we started this podcast recently um, and it's a massive opportunity as we were saying that we want to share <clears throat> our biggest learnings um, what's you know what it's been like 2020 for a commercial cleaning business are you kidding me like COVID-19 like uh-huh, crazy. Um, yeah. it could not be in a, any more uh, challenging business I think during COVID so um, um, so that was a wild ride and obviously then we also want to talk about 2021 which might be an even crazier year for us because I personally think we're going to disrupt commercial cleaning. So that's what's in store for today, guys. So let's get started with the. To, this is episode six, I think we're recording. So, anyways, let's do it. I did. I did actually wanted to on purpose leave this one for towards the end because it's like to you know close end the year with a bang, and who better than my business partner who's been in through every situation, the hard times, the good times ups and downs in the business, so yeah, I'm so glad to be here actually and, and share this, this with you all. So let's get started. To, I do have a little list as you can tell because we wanted to make sure that we, you know, um, we get to the point um, and yeah, we only got like 10, 15 or 20 minutes, so we want to cover everything as much as possible. So okay, 2020. So what happened What happened 2020? Um, yeah, what happened? So January, it was all good. We were getting back into yeah, I think you know what I remember is like we had like the golden, like we wanted to have the list uh-huh. and then something happened. Yeah, so COVID a hit and I remember you saying, hey, COVID, COVID is coming to Australia and I'm like, dude, <laughs> let's focus on this. And then all of a sudden we had COVID. So, man, being honest, I've never been as proactive in my entire life. Uh, like during COVID, like during COVID, it was it was crazy. I remember Leo coming with a COVID management plan for our cleaners within 12 hours. He's like, "Look, this is it. Let's pull this together and implement, communicate this to our clients so they they can feel safe that we can go to the offices and and you know help them sanitizing, disinfecting instead of actually bringing COVID to the workplaces." So. Um, not just that, not just Leo, but you know, operations, all the cleaners. We we work as a team, like a hundred percent as a team. Um, like I'm on the Gold Coast, I know a lot of cleaning uh, companies, like owners, and I remember um, catching up with them, and a lot of them saying like, "Hey, Emilio, I'm just gonna chill. I'm gonna, I'm gonna." I'm gonna wait until COVID's gone, and then I'm gonna uh, run the business again. And I remember, like you and I, we went like, no way, like we are gonna actually take this yeah. as, a, <clears throat> as an advantage and and go for it. So we hired, you know, we got in contact with 
DMKT performance. We went full online, full video. We we, we checked uh, production. So yeah, it was it was amazing because it was uh, teamwork, not just with internal people but external, um, you know, companies that uh, that we partnered with, and we we keep working until this day. So. Um, the, the biggest thing for me was like, I remember that exact moment when COVID actually was a real thing in Australia and like, you know, businesses were like closing and I remember talking to an accountant I had back then like saying like, Leo, by Friday, every business is going to be shut. Uh-huh. And I remember going on the phone to Emilio <clears throat> thinking like, what are we going to do? And I remember standing up and going, you know what we're going to do? We're just going to go all in. We're just going to like, this is an opportunity to yeah. seriously go nuts. Because especially knowing that, as you mentioned, like some businesses were gonna actually close, or some cleaning companies were gonna like just go on holidays or something. So I was like, uh-huh. okay, this is our chance. Let's do it, and 100%. And this, I guess, the one of the biggest advantages of working with like-minded people. So our, you know, our people around us, like Sophia, um, the cleaners. Thanks to that, they were all like-minded, and they had the same vision. Uh-huh. It was so easy for us to go, okay, team, this is what we're doing, and no one disagreed. Everyone's like, okay, let's do it. We're gonna fight for our community. We're just gonna go go for it. We're gonna keep cleaning. So that was actually really cool. Yeah, yeah. Um, and yeah, so proactive yeah. proactivity <coughs> and taking risk. Paid uh, off. One, one, one of the lessons yeah. of 2020, 100 uh, taking risk. Um, and yeah, no, that's um, our first uh, first lesson of 2020. I would say COVID, proactivity, and, and taking risk. So um, yeah, it, it paid off because like I mean we do, we we went from like roughly 30k um, monthly revenue to right now we almost um, well we're doing like annualized revenue is like a million dollars yeah and that is with um, getting rid of some clients actually we so we actually took the time to get rid of and filter some of you know those clients that we were not a good fit so I think that's I mean I'm so proud like and for all the work and, and I will say it's mo- mostly the Gold Coast that has been going crazy during COVID but. Mm-hmm. To go, yeah, to go um, and achieve our goal of um, yeah, almost almost triple triple the business in a yeah. year. Um, it's not normal. Like not many companies can do that. So yeah, it was amazing. And um, I think this third lesson that I have in that paper, the second lesson, let me check. Yeah, which is the one. Um, yeah. So yeah, we were really proactive. We took risks in COVID, but being honest, like the clients that we had. And that we still have right now, those were the ones that actually help us to grow our business. So there was a point that we didn't have, like we we were not having new clients. We actually um, had so many clients like calling me, "Hey Emilio, now I'm opening a new warehouse here. Now I'm I'm doing a gym over here. Uh, I want you to come and clean every single day." So yeah. And that's that's one of the things that I'm I'm sure a few people are gonna take this and, and, and keep it is to to customer customer relationship. I feel that that's really important because that's 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 the, that's the main reason we triple the business, yeah. the current clients that we had. And I'm sure next year that's gonna happen again. Um, and all that comes from that relationship that they know yeah. that. We, 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 we want to grow and we want to help them grow and yeah, I think that's biggest lesson of 2020 for me that, that's, that's just stick to that niche, stick to, yeah. that, to that, yeah. Mm-hmm. I think the people aspect of a business 
is now become and it's, every year is becoming more important. But after COVID and everything that's happened, I think it's just the, the most important thing of a business because like, you know, think of this, like anything else you can, we're in the era of outsourcing. So anything else can be done by either computers or like, but the actual, you know, people that you deal with from a business to business, I think that's what you're saying. Like it's basically that really successful that we had really strong relationships with our clients. Like, mm -hmm. um, and that's what saw us like grow with our clients, which is one of the coolest things about the business. Like uh -huh. we, we're going for clients that like we can help grow and uh, that's so exciting compared to when obviously during COVID we were considering to tell you the truth like at one point I said to Emilio man if all of the offices are gonna close we may we may need to start cleaning buses uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. we may need when? to do whatever to keep him stay in business because like there was one weekend I remember it was a Sunday and I called you and I was like man what is gonna happen because like so it turns out everything is closing so we I was panicking for a little bit and I thought like we were gonna be out of business so that's when I said to you man I don't care what it is, we're going to keep cleaning buses, houses. Um, uh, remember when we were talking about like um, essential services, shopping centers, like uh, whatever. So during that time, we were exploring other markets. And so we looked into potentially going into what, um, you know, like tendering for uh, government contracts or like to clean um, government buildings and whatnot. And yeah, we tried to, but it was not a, one of the things was not as exciting because we felt that we couldn't really have a big impact in the organization, you know, like mm -hmm. if you go to large corporations that are like run by the government or, you know, tender contracts like uni universities, like as cleaners, we probably can't really help as much uh -huh. as we can with the other type of clients that we're helping, which are like, you know, e-commerce businesses, young entrepreneurs, young entrepreneurs, we are able to actually help and improve their lives uh -huh. at work. Uh -huh. so, we can see, we actually can see how we help them. Like we can see the progress, whereas in in, in bigger facilities, as you say, like uh, it's just cleaning. It's just cleaning. <laughs> so we're not gonna see any any progress. We're just gonna yeah. So that's that's what um, drive drives easy clean a lot. Yeah, and that, I think that that's growth. Learning number three was actually exactly that. Like you know, um, for me it was like realizing what works, sticking to what works, and you know we have a what we call like a proven process, but at the end of the day, what it is, is just like identify what's been working, what makes it stick, and just stick to that. And that's why, you know, it comes down to like our niche of the people that we're going for, which are, you know, mainly young entrepreneurs of new businesses that like have huge potential to grow. Um, that's another learning for me. Like it was just the fact that like stick to what works, don't obviously do what didn't work, um, pick your people, and not only for clients, like, I mean, the biggest thing for me was in the Sunshine Coast, as we were obviously catching up to, obviously you guys have been killing it here. So Sunshine Coast is a bit behind. It's always been like a year or two behind um, in terms of like growth, but picking people not only for clients, but also like your staff is so key. Uh -huh, so and that was like my biggest learning, I think. So Yeah, yeah. and I think um, if we want to keep growing their business the way like we want, uh, our team is going to be I think it's the most important thing right now for us is our team, like to actually have a, a community in our in our team, have um, teamwork, catch up with them uh, every now and then. Um, that's that's the main reason we we have this space. Like mm. this space, fifty percent at least, it was because we wanted to to see our team. Because as you know, we run a cleaning company. They're they're not working in an office. They work in they're not working in an office. They yeah, work in sites remotely. So. We had to have a 
we came with this idea, okay, let's hire this place. And then we have, you know, the, the equipment over there, the, the, the cleaning equipment. Um, we wanna make um, next year, hopefully, you know, Tuesdays, we're gonna do breakfast on Tuesdays so everyone can come. You cooking, Jack? Uh-huh, you cooking, Jack. <laughs> Um, yeah, so I think if we wanna, because we wanna double the business next year, we wanna double the business. I'm sure the clients is not gonna be the um, getting clients is not gonna be the, the you know the, the challenge. I yeah. really feel that the challenge is create that team yeah. that that we all have that vision and we believe in the mission of the company. So um, and that's yeah. another I think I can throw in like as a learning experience is like you you, you know. You mentioned, you'll notice that we said, we're not gonna triple like we did it during COVID. We're gonna mm -hmm. double because growing too fast is so, it's painful to grow uh -huh. like super fast. So that's another learning. I think it's just to um, make sure that you grow as much as you have to grow, not just go and take on any type of work uh -huh. um, just for the sake of growing. That's just not sustainable. Yeah. That's learning number, well, I think we're up to four or five. We've, we've mentioned a few good ones. Um, learn to say no, uh -huh. particularly, I think, yeah. <laughs> Learn to say no. The, and, and yeah, he's pointing at me because that's actually been myself and I can put my hand up. For me, the biggest learning personally is to learn to say no. I would be to Emilio, you'd be like, um, oh, we got this inquiry to do bond cleaning. And I'll be like, man, we need to do it. Or any type of, um, any type of job, I'll be like, yes, do it. And this and that. And, and even when it comes down to requests, I'll be like, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, and I guess in order to yeah, um, to choose your right people and, and what works, which is all the stuff I already mentioned. You really need to learn to say no. And I really wish someone told me this the first day I started business. Yeah, <laughs> then I, yeah. the, if you learn to say no from day one, your life's gonna be easier, you know? So, uh -huh, uh -huh. Um, and that's um, yeah, anyone who's gonna, wants to open a business, yeah. entrepreneur, any ideas, I will recommend you to freaking, yeah. you know how to shoot, <laughs> shoot with a rifle, yeah. not with a shotgun. Does that make sense? Like, yeah. You know, yeah, no, definitely. Yeah, right there to the point, that's your customer, and I just say yes to that person, and I'm gonna make his or her life amazing yeah. with my service or products. But it, it, I think it, at the same time, it's true, but the reason why it took me a while to learn to say no is because it's actually part of business. I think the first uh -huh. year, the first year you, you are actually gonna, maybe you have a rifle, but you're gonna shoot at, in a few different places to see which one actually, produces a result of what works, what doesn't work. There's no way for you to know what works and what doesn't work if you not tried a few things. But uh -huh. um, but yeah, that's a big big learn just to um, to say no. To say no. Yeah. So, so you mentioned something, Emilio, about like this word office yeah. that you have. Man, I want to say that again, the word I just mentioned is not... Sorry, I'm not going to share this with you. Okay. <laughs> yeah, it's not very... So I said word office. Now, I don't know if any of you have heard the word huh. where office before and that is the key word for 2021 so what's happening in 2021 and what is an aware office Emilio uh, so basically aware office we've seen this trend for I don't know 2019 and 2020 um, on the Gold Coast, Gold Coast and Sunshine Coast I've seen a, a lot of um, businesses Instead of operating in a, let's say, an office building or a corporate setup, they they rent a warehouse in an industrial site and they make it like a corporate style um, a warehouse. So that's 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 how we're office yeah. for us. It's like if your office is, is attached to a warehouse, 
then you go to our office. Yeah, so um, it's funny because like we used to get emails from people saying like when they were tell us when they were telling us about the facilities and they were explaining to us what how the facilities like you know the nature of the facilities they would actually write warehouse slash slash office. office and we were like and we started to recently for the last couple months um, well I did come across this word I'll be honest like in in the United States there's already uh -huh. this is like a thing already but we're going to bring that to Australia and what is the funniest thing is as soon as I say as I say to someone what you have is a word office, all of a sudden they start using that word because they realize that, okay, hang on, I don't, I don't have a warehouse slash office, this is a word office. So it's, it's a word office. And that's gonna be our, um, yeah, our niche for next year, guys. Um, a lot of, um, now I can talk about the industries um, that they, they have these type of facilities. Uh, for example, a lot of e-commerce businesses, they have um, word offices. So the reason why they're doing this is because uh, a word office allows you to have like different type of workplace uh, environments in your office. So for example, you can have your, your, as I said before, your corporate stylish office in the second floor. And on this, in the first floor, you can have your fulfillment center or your warehouse when you have all your um, products to deliver. So another example, a lot of e-commerce businesses, they have the warehouse, the office, and sometimes they have a showroom, so a retail showroom, show. Yeah. So, yeah, we're gonna bring a lot of value to these type of facilities, how you can look after them in the best way. And uh, yeah, we're gonna bring experts, um, building experts, um, operational managers, business owners, obviously that operate in this type of facility. And, and yeah, just to provide value, if you're a, a business who wants to grow, it doesn't know where to go if you should go to an office or, or, or a warehouse maybe you should go to our office which is um i think it's um a better investment yeah particularly for businesses like uh, like like-minded like us and young entrepreneurs that, like really want to invest in their work uh -huh. if you want to invest yeah. in your workplace like if you go to an office building you don't have like a lot of you know like setups that you could do whereas in our office man i seen guys that they have your office, your showroom, your, your fulfillment center, they have a gym, they have a studio, uh, they have a podcast yeah. room, you have even like six different um, type of setups. Um, sorry. Okay, that's what Yeah. <laughs> Maybe um, check it. Yeah. Sorry. That's, yeah, so I think that's, that's gonna happen next year and that's how we're gonna Again, it's not about just double the business because of the money. Mm. There's a few things, of course, coming in, in, into that. So, um, again, after speaking with my operational team yesterday, our goal for next year is to retain at least 80% of our team. Um, as, you, if you, as, as you know, like retention in, 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 in commercial cleaning, like, um, it's really hard, staff retention. It's a, a big challenge for a lot of commercial cleaning oh, companies. Yeah. So we wanted to, that's our goal for next year, to at least give 80% of our staff. Um, and it's, it's not just about doubling, double the business, but of course you have, you have more, more goals. It's not just about the money, of course. Yeah. Um, and a, lot of, a lot of people will tell you that, like businesses, they go, okay, we're gonna have this, this amount of money, but how are you gonna get there? And of course, you need to have other goals, like 
Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Going, yeah. going back to like the, the where offices, like I think, and why we're choosing this as our, you know, like our target market or who we want to work with. Once again, it's like it's like-minded people because a lot of these businesses are actually, you know, young entrepreneurs that are into e-commerce. Yeah. They, they really understand how to sell on, online. Yeah. And so <clears throat> we find that we're um, like-minded people that like we can grow together. Yeah. And the biggest thing for us is that we have a lot of experience experience now with this type of facility. So. And we realize that you cannot have the same approach as a traditional office. It just does not make any sense. Uh, and at the same time, if you have like just a warehouse, like it's just you know purely like a storage facility or something. Well, again, so this is like a new sort of thing that's happening. There's a huge trend um, both in the Sunshine Coast and the Gold Coast, mm, and yeah. you know the outer sides of Brisbane that like basically. You know, and this is a new type of facility. This is the workplace of the future, yeah. and. Um, that's what we're going for um, next year. Workplace of the future, I love that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's um, the e-commerce businesses. Um, I'm gonna go crazy next year, yeah. of course, and we want to partner with them. Yeah. By why providing is it, a customized service yeah. for for the work office. Exactly. Like the, the, yeah. Why is it? Do you think it's a workplace of the future? Like, why is it different? Like, like you did mention some differences, but like when it comes down to the people, what they're able to do, or you know, I see massive. Um, I see massive like um, uh-huh. the change of culture in, in businesses, in, in people, how they manage the business uh, from a people's perspective uh-huh. is actually expressing itself through these new type of facilities. Uh-huh. You know, you, I go back to one of my, my, my clients, like Exotic Atletica, like these guys ha- having a lot of fun while they're at work. They pin themselves, they're taking, you know, videos, they have a little, like you said, like a little studio set up. Um, <clears throat> they can get together. Um, it's just yeah. it's just a different dynamic. So you need a different approach to when it comes to facilities. Um, yeah, I think uh, we're gonna find uh, the answer for that is gonna be next year. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'll I'll be um, interviewing people that you know, operational managers, uh, uh, entrepreneurs, business owners that operate in a warehouse office. But so far, like what we found is like this, as, as, we, as, we, as we mentioned, like these businesses are growing and a lot of the time to grow an e-commerce business, you need more people. So if you need more people, you need to invest in the, in the, in the culture of your business, in the workplace culture and the accountability yeah. of your business. So it's really important, man. Like, I met with, I don't want to give names, but uh, I met with a big company, uh, one of our clients, and, and he's go, he goes like, man, our um, like company structure is totally different as a corporate corporate structure. Like that you have, you know, your employees, and then you have the boss and CEO, like the way they run in their business is all the way around. Like they all, like, all, the, all the management team and, and, the, and, the, and the owners, the CEO, they all at the bottom and their staff are up here. Yeah. So they're real customers to staff. Yeah. And that's, I think that's gonna play a really important role in the next couple of like, yeah. five years. Like you're gonna, like even here, man, like, you know, I work with a few guys here and um, next year we're gonna, we're gonna buy a, a little skate ramp. And we're gonna do it, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So because we want to have fun as, as well at work, man. Yeah. Like every Friday, we're gonna we're gonna have, you know do skateboard, um, ping pong. We wanna create a community uh, with, with with our team and with, with with 
other other businesses around Burley Head. So, and it's cool, man. And you, yeah, and you know, at the end of the day, the, the, the like direct return on investment I can I can give you that now. During COVID, there was a lot of businesses struggling to hire staff because obviously, Aha, that's you know, like yeah. you were struggling to hire staff because the government. Um, I mean, we're in such a rich country that like money was like just pouring, like coming out of trees. So um, the people that wanted to work is because there was a motivation beyond money. They wanted to be part of a, a, a community, they wanted to be part of a culture, they wanted to be part of a movement. That's why we see that this, the, the type of businesses that we're talking about, like the facilities, they are able to attract people by being themselves, by having fun, by showcasing what's good about the business, about the people aspect. So, and then all of a sudden, these type of these businesses that we're not going to mention names, but mm -hmm, they mm -hmm. have people coming and dropping resumes. Like they want to, they dying to work for them. So we, yeah. some, so as I mentioned, some businesses couldn't hire staff, they couldn't find staff, or their businesses have you know too many applications because they want to be part of that, yeah. you know, movement of um, the, the mission, the culture, yeah. The, yeah. the the, the of being real business. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So for me, that's the workplace of the future. Like for me, that's 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 what's in the next two yeah. to five years. A culture, core values, um, and I think it's amazing. I think that's that's the way to do business. To be honest, like so obviously I can't. You know, it's, I'm so excited. Like the fact that this podcast is gonna allow us to actually everything that we said. We're gonna interview people, um, share knowledge. We're gonna obviously share all that with you. So we cannot yeah. wait. We're gonna have resources as well that you can actually download and whatnot. The last thing we wanted to, because I think we've covered most of it. Yeah. Um, I do want to talk about like going even perhaps beyond 2021 a little bit and I'm going to make the, I think I already said this, but I'm going to make a statement here in front of the cameras because we are going to disrupt commercial cleaning. Do you think that's true or is that, is that like a dream too far away? What do you think? I think for sure. Yeah. Especially with um, that four package that we have, we okay. haven't told you about. I think that's an amazing yeah. idea to be honest. So maybe you can tell that. Yeah. So basically, what's happening is um, we've gone to our top clients and we really uh, we didn't do a survey. I'm not a big fan of surveys where they have to just like you know. We we went to our top clients and we had a real conversation with them. What came out of that is that like um, these new businesses that are growing like crazy. That you know, it's like a different type of facility, different type of business. They have they need something. Um, and we're going to provide that. So I don't want to obviously tell you exactly what, but uh -huh. it's, it's very similar to commercial cleaning, but it's just going and bringing that, bringing commercial cleaning to 2021, 2022 and beyond. Uh -huh. I think this is one of the industries that has not been disrupted yet. And as you know, through technology, every industry is going to be disrupted sooner or later. Uh -huh. So stay tuned because yeah, because we're going to be launching this in Q1 2021, um, which is a new, basically a product or service that we're implementing or bringing to the market. Um, I personally think we're going to absolutely disrupt the industry, um, which is going to be really cool. Uh, not, not particularly, in, I'm not talking about like how we're going to make money, no, but we're going to be able to actually 10x the amount of value that you can uh -huh. get from cleaners. That's what I'm, I'm uh -huh. kind of wait. You know, it's like you have a cleaner there or something, well, th through what we're going to do, we're going to 10x the amount of value we can give to your facility. So that's what I'm so excited about. And I think, and I know it's going to happen. So, yeah. Okay. What I else do we have? It. Okay. Yeah, what, gonna... what do you have there? I don't think, um, got... Well, that's really it. Yeah, obviously a massive thank you to all of our um, clients, uh, staff, um, 
we, we don't say it enough and this year is obviously um, a special year that we want to actually truly say um, a massive thank you. Um, I mean, Emilio and I wouldn't be here at all if it no. wasn't for everyone that we work and that they are, the people that we have been able to put around us, including here um, Jack who's filming this and putting together the podcast, Carlos, Sofia, um, and everyone, everyone, like basically every is, single person, yeah. Um, yeah, every single one out there that has been involved with Easy Clean so far. Thank you so much because, as you can see, now we freaking have a podcast, we have an office, yeah. we're growing the business, we're gonna, yeah, so it's a lot of that is because of you guys. So, um, I never say thanks to anyone, so right now I'm gonna tell you everyone, <laughs> like, thank you so much for, for everything, man. Like, to be honest, Jack, Carlos freaking legends and man next year is gonna be amazing yeah seriously awesome so i think this is an excellent way to wrap the year because uh, this, this one is going to come out i think towards like um new years um yeah guys stay tuned because there's amazing podcast episodes coming up um we have a lineup of amazing guests and you're gonna learn so much that I cannot wait to show you. So stay tuned for that. Um, my name again, Leo, co-founder, Emilio. We're gonna sign out, sign off. Go to, we're gonna go surfing right now. Um, ping pong, ping you pong. name it. We're How about a tournament fun? next year, guys? We're gonna tournament between okay. companies. So oh yeah. Let's see, let's see. Huh. See what happens. Okay, bye. See you guys. Bye.